Welcome to the Digging Dexter podcast with Victor. And uh, Colton Duffy. Hey, all this is Colton. And this is Victor. And Merry Christmas, everybody. Tomorrow. Merry Christmas. Yes, uh, we are here to discuss season seven, episode seven. Chemistry. So I think the natural uh, progression here is. Uh, high school. Night-night. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, baby girl. <laughs> the best interruption you could have. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, um, chemistry. Were you a good chemistry? Did you take chemistry in high school and or college? Uh, yeah, I took chemistry in high school, college. Um I was not that great because chemistry was a lot of math. And so as we have clearly seen in my math abilities, I'm not that good at math. Now, organic chemistry, I was extremely good at that. That class was extremely easy for me. Um, there was another one that was like that. Um, what was that? The uh, Not organic. Oh, my gosh. It was like the weather class, you know, where you learn about like the, the clouds, weather cycles. Um, I, can, I can't think Earth, of the name. Earth science? Earth science. I was really good at earth science. Obviously, I guess I wasn't that great if I don't even remember the name, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I was pretty good in chemistry in high school, and then I actually had to take it once I went to college for uh, mortuary school. So I always enjoyed chemistry. I mean, I was never, you know, I couldn't tell you dick now, but back then yeah. I was a, a good student. Um, so being that this is a quote unquote Christmas episode in terms of the podcast. There's actually a Christmas episode this season. Uh to my knowledge, there's only two Dexter Christmas episodes. Okay. It's season one, if you remember, mm-hmm. uh where the ice truck killer puts all the body parts. And the mm-hmm. other one is um later this season. I believe oh, okay. episode eleven, um, do you see what I see is uh yeah, I think it's literally takes place on Christmas. Huh. Um, doesn't but, this season end on new year's? Am I remembering yeah. that right? Okay. Yep. Correct. Correct. It ends on, yeah. As the ball drops. Um, so I have a Dexter slash Christmas related soundbite. I wanted mm. to play I'm not sure if you ever heard this, but, uh, Michael C. Hall sings Santa Claus is coming to town on, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you've never heard this. Uh, uh-uh, no. So we all know Michael C. Hall is a uh, he he came up through Broadway. He was a theater actor. So he yes. he has that he has that voice. He has a good singing voice. So this was a clip. I don't, it, the, the, the video uploaded was from 2010. I'm not 100% sure that's when this aired. Okay. But um, we can listen to it and listen to it. Uh, okay. Let me see here. Okay. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list. He's checking it twice. He's gonna find out whose cheek he should slice. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. I'm scared right now. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. He's talking to everybody. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus will kill you if you're bad. (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny. He oh. literally sounded exact, and, and I'm and I understand it's the same actor. He literally sounded like David singing from Six yeah. Feet Under whenever he yeah. sings, but he sounded like David impersonating Dexter. If that makes any sense. And you know what's so funny about that on um on so the, uh, on YouTube, like the next clip plays, and I started listening. Uh, there was one on Stephen Colbert, and the 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 uh, the, the, the caption was Michael C. Hall looks a lot like Dexter. And he was saying how uh, they did this, like, I was going to clip it, but then it became too visual, where Stephen Colbert, ex Dexter, like, all right, put on your Dexter face and then your Michael C. Hall face. And it's just kind of funny seeing him, whatever. Uh-huh. And Michael, C- Michael C. Hall was saying how, like, people will come up to him, come up to him and be like, uh, uh, you're giving me the Dexter face. And he's like, <laughs> no, this is my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. 
I thought it was a cool clip. Uh, I, I had never seen that. So season seven, episode seven, I didn't even realize I didn't bring it up last episode, but we're now more than halfway done with this season. Mm-hmm. I did some um, scouting. Like I just kind of browsed through the last few episodes and it gets a lot better. I think this is like the third episode in a row. If I, if you agree with me that it's kind of lackluster. Yeah. Like we're just like puzzle piece moving or, or whatever that, that term is. Like we're not really... We're advancing the story, but like nothing's happening. If that if that all makes sense. Yeah, it's it's. I think I said this. It was either about the last episode or the episode before that. Um, it's all kind of running together at this point for me. Um, but um, it's not bad. It's just like I'm watching it, and it's like little bitty. I like what you're saying, like little bitty movements where I'm just like, oh, okay. Like obviously the big thing with last episode was we thought he was going to kill Hannah. And then obviously this episode starts uh, didn't happen. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't dislike it. I just don't, I don't like it either. If that makes any I, sense. Yeah. I think this is where season seven gets the knock of not being that good because we have this, like this season is like a perfect, is it an M? No, it's a, I forget what it is, but like we went up, I guess if you were like a W, maybe <laughs> a um, V. I guess yeah, because it go well. I guess it would go. <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> it would be it would be high, right? It would be high, and then it dips, and then it goes back up. So like the check mark that has to do with percentage or maybe a division sign. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so we 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 started out high, and then we we sort of. We're, we're dipping low, but I can promise you starting with episode nine. Uh, it's funny because people who are listening to this already heard us talk about if you joined us on the Zoom and if you didn't, fuck you. But if you did, <laughs> you heard us already talk about episode nine. Uh, it, it does get a lot better. They are doing a lot of like foundation building. And then mm-hmm. the last few episodes uh, we, we kick off. Uh, so all that being said, episode seven chemistry, um, you had, how did you split it up? Because I only have it split up into two, but maybe you have other stuff. Okay. I had it into three, but really it it was hard for me to do three. I just tried to do three because I was like, I want to make more talking points than, well, here's my, here's my, obviously Dexter and Hannah. There we go. Number one, Saul, number two, and then. Oh, Sal. 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 Sorry, Sal. Uh, Sal, number two. I do say Sal, actually, but yeah, Sal. Um, and then I was like, what, what else can I add in there? And I was like, I guess Victor, or I, I mean, Isaac. I was like, but early Isaac kind of goes with Dexter. So I just kind of was like, I just threw that out there, the Russian part, even though it's it's such a small thing. But that's really, that's all I have. So I, I think to keep everything condensed, I think... And if you want to split it up, that's fine. I think what we'll do is we could do Isaac because Dexter, it's only it's only when he sits down at, at that lunch. It's the only time that they connect. Yeah. And then I think we should lump in Dexter, Deb, and Sal Price and Hannah because they're sort of all involved. You know, there's like a... Yeah. De- Dexter and Hannah are involved and obviously Deb and Sal Price. But I mean, literally, we're at a point where... Uh, it's a- Sal. Sal is at Dexter's house, so it's kind of hard to like separate the two. I feel like we're at a point in the show, and I don't know if it's going to stay this way for long or not. Where we could almost even kind of go how when you were doing season one and two, we could almost go in a format like that where we just kind of talk about the show show fluidity. Um, but I mean, but then that's also I feel like that's that's going to take a lot of time. So yeah, yeah let, let's let's start with Isaac, and then we'll just we'll we'll. Because uh, to me, everything, cause I, every time I look at my notes, it's like Dex, Deb, and then Hannah, and then Sal. Because Sal goes to Hannah, and then he goes to Dexter. And it's Correct. Like, and well, then and Sal he starts in his over with Deb, yeah. yeah. So it's just like, uh, let's, right. let's, let's start here with Isaac uh, for my notes. Let me pull up the, the bell sound. Shut up, cunt. Whoops, wrong one. <laughs> I feel like you do that intentionally. <laughs> oh no, I do. It is all intentional. Um, discovering that the blood is missing, um, Isaac gets let out of jail, and they go back to the bar, and they find that the uh, Kashkas have contaminated the scene, so they're not able to uh, detect any missing blood work or well, any extra blood that was left right. at the scene. Um, Isaac is let out of jail. Uh, actually, when he 
when he gets out of jail, uh, this is something that completely skipped by me, but we can do uh, Colton's here. Oh. The killer, the killer, the killer, cut, cut of the week, cut of the week. So Isaac is great for so many different reasons. He's such a good foil to Dexter. He's not cartoonish like the other mm-hmm. villains. And he just has badass lines like this. He like that's going to make a flight home to Kiev feel pretty good. Not yet, George. Miami is still overcrowded by one. That's <laughs> so badass. It is. It is. It is very. It is just like. Uh, it's like matter of fact. I, I don't know. I, I I love Isaac. Um, watching him this season, I appreciate him so much more. And I think you know. I think. Uh, um, wow, this is like the Avengers Endgame. We're we're discussing the past, even though we're in the future. I feel like Isaac probably got killed too sh- quickly. Like he had, a, he only had a you know an, a nine episode arc, but I think spoilers. <laughs> but I, I think that's like perfect for his character. Like, I mean, yeah. again, I've I've said it. I mean, I've you know, if you could put up a chart of how many things I've said stuff, uh, I always think Dexter should have been ten episodes, and like yeah. sort of these three episodes that we just reviewed uh, could have probably been cut down into one, maybe mm-hmm. even two. But um, and I think Isaac is a perfect ten season villain arc. Yeah. Um, you know Isaac is not the main villain; he's a villain. There's a lot of other stuff going on with Dexter. Um, I actually have something rather interesting to talk about Dexter. But back to Isaac. Um, just a badass. Um, so go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say the. I think the main reason I even like him as a bad guy is. He's not a. I mean, technically, he's a serial killer. I guess you could say, right? I mean, like hitmen. I guess in the in the mafia and things like that. Though they're technically serial killers, right? Because what is the definition of a serial killer? It's more than it's three or more killings over three separate time periods or something like that. He's not a Dexter. The Dexter show serial killer. Correct. Right. right. And I think that's what I like because all the other villains have been serial killers. Like everybody else, including and and to be honest, including Jimmy Smith's character was technically a serial killer. So um, he wasn't one at first, but he became one. So that's what I like is he's just such a different nemesis for Dexter. And that's what made him so or is making him so fascinating to me. Um, Yeah. And, And I think the same way Dexter is, I mean, Isaac is killing or trying to get revenge for Dexter and Dexter can't even like understand that he's just like mm-hmm. you know why why do you why do you want to kill me what, what's going to get solved when you kill me and it's like nothing it's just about just about revenge well um, uh-huh. to be fair I don't think Dexter understands that um Isaac and Victor were uh they're, I mean they're technically lovers right like isn't that what it, it it's it's implied really heavily right spoiler alert it's 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 not implied yet Oh, so I thought it was whenever he has the photo and he's like, ah, oh. and like he, and you can't, this is visual, but he's like holding it against him. I thought, oh, that's what I got. I, I, like I, said, I don't remember this. I really don't remember much of this season, but I've already like picked up on this. So, um, I, I think, I think at this point, we're just supposed to think that he's a, he was a close friend, like a business person. I don't think, oh. I don't, I don't think it was revealed that they are lovers. Just, that's what yeah. I've I've the, okay, so, so apparently they are. Then if it is because you're making something <laughs> yes. happen, so no, I've yeah, picked yeah, up on that. Yeah. I, I just I don't know. I just the way he's acted, the way that he's gone about everything, like especially with the photo and things like that, that it was kind of hidden. That they're 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 closeted, you know, and obviously within their organization and stuff like that. I would imagine that's something unfortunately they would have to do. Um, so that's what I've I've picked it up as, and I don't. I just, but yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of talking about my ass now, I guess, but I I forgot the photo was hidden. Um, When they, when Dexter, when Isaac comes to visit Dexter on, on also, you know, the line Miami's overcrowded by one. I think it's also, I don't even know what the word is. It's just so goddamn cool. The way he starts eating Dexter's fries, chips, (laughs) chips, his (laughs) chips. There's just something about it. That's just like, like, yeah, I'm going to come. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable. And by the way, 
awesome he, reference. He pays. And then he pays. And then he pays. <laughs> There's something so badass about that. Like, talk about confident and arrogant. Um, but it's even badass. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, a cool reference by Dexter regarding Wiley e. Coyote. Yeah. Like, it was just like, like yeah, like, that's, that's, that's like what we have going on. And Dexter is just a, a slithery of sorts. <laughs> um, okay. Mm-hmm. I, and I did want to go ahead and, and maybe this comes back later. And so if it does forgive me on this one, but this, because just because we've pointed out how bad Miami Metro is at no point, these two cops are following him around where they ever like, Hey, isn't that the Lieutenant's brother? Like they didn't decide to mean? call. So like, you know, cause the cops are following him and oh, he even, oh, and he even oh, says like, like, like hey, my, he might be Miami Metro's best. So over there. He's like, well, I I'm assuming they're the best or something like that. At no point did, cause both of those, co- I would imagine one of those two cops at some point has been at a crime scene that Dexter's been at, you know, every cop uh, at some point I'm imagining is wanting to be a homicide detective or the vast majority are at some point. I just, I don't know. It's just kind of funny to me. Unless this no, does come up later, it's, but it's something. It's something a better show would have done something with. I just thought it's yeah. because it's just completely out of the the air that like Isaac's going to visit Dexter and a cop is not going to say anything. Or we're not going to see the cop say anything. But there are so many other things that we just have to follow, follow the code, the code yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it, it, I did think that. But I was just like, you know what? There's no. I think I've nitpicked too much on this show that it's like, you know what? This it was is just, just a funny thing. Too. That's all. It is. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that's all. Um, and that's, that's cool. All I have. Oh, I, I thought it was interesting that Isaac is able to tell like, Hey, Dexter, like in an episode where Dexter asked Hannah, Hey, how come you never asked me why I kill? Like Isaac is able to tell that he didn't kill Victor because of Mike Anderson. Like he's, there's something else deeper going on. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just think it adds to the, to the smart or cleverness of Isaac uh, yes. on the show. Um, that's kind of all I have on, on Isaac. Um, I don't you know. Have else. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. So we can move on to everything else we have going on in Miami. Um, Dexter and Hannah sort of make up. I mean, repeating myself here, still don't understand. Well, actually, actually, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me go back. So while watching the beginning of this episode, chemistry, mm-hmm. like a, my, my spidey senses went off in terms of we were talking last episode. This just doesn't make sense that Dexter is about to kill her and that Hannah's like ready to just fucking get dicked down by Dexter. <laughs> So this doesn't make sense for Hannah as much as it makes sense for Dexter. Mm-hmm. And part of, if you look at Dexter, the show as a whole, this is me monologuing here. This is me uh, doing the sermon. Right. If you look at Dexter as a whole, and I'm not sure the writers were ever smart enough to put it all together, but the the, the premise of Dexter as a whole is that he starts off episode one, he is completely detached from his feelings. Rita's just a front. He doesn't like anyone, doesn't love anyone. He just likes to kill. And he has he does everything as a facade for his killing. Correct. And by the end, he is so enamored by Hannah, who he loves so much, his son, uh, what he does to Deb, that he becomes like human, so to say. Like that's supposed mm-hmm. to be the show arc. You know, the same way as we referenced many times, Breaking Bad, they always said it was from Chips to Scarface, how this guy goes from, Mm-hmm. wanting to do something for his family all the way to becoming a complete murderous, psychotic serial, uh, killer. Spoiler alert for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, that like Dexter is supposed to be, you know, over the, the, the eight seasons, Dexter's becoming human and all, all that stuff he would say in the beginning. You also have to tape, keep in mind that, and it's something we, always, we, we used to talk about a lot, that Dexter is an unreliable narrator. What he says yes. as his voiceover is not necessarily true, but it got me to thinking that like with, and to me, this is maybe me putting in more thought into this show than the show's giving me, but Deb catching him and everything that's going on subconsciously realizing that he kind of has to like stop is like it, Hannah points out this idea of like being domesticated, mm-hmm. like coming and, and being a you know having a wife not 
having to go kill <laughs> to calm down. You know, most people play video games or go for a walk or go to the gym. Dexter kills people to calm down. Right. Um, and like, I, I, I'm again, extracting more from the show than the show's given us. Rita was bringing him on the path there. Cause if you remember, there's like that brief moment right after he kills Trinity, Dexter's like, you know, one day I'm going to, I'm going to be able to get rid of this dark passenger. And mm -hmm. all I want to do is be with Rita and the kids. And then just like that, it's gone. Right. Um, so Dexter kind of regresses and then a little bit, he gains a little bit back with Lumen season six, whatever, but Hannah, and, and I, uh, I'm going to play a clip in a little bit when we get to talking with Dexter and Hannah, but just sort of to me, it explains if I if I think my thought process like that, it explains a little bit better why Dexter goes from about to kill her to have sex with her because he's just like subconsciously realizing little by little he's getting more away from this dark passenger. And this is this is now me spitballing here because we have an episode later in the season. It's called the dark whatever. Mm -hmm. where Dexter is, I, you know, I think it's like Dexter explaining his dark passenger and he's just like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Um, and, you know, we have the, once again, the throwing away of the blood slides a few episodes earlier. So right. I'm saying all of that to say that I think this, this, this Hannah part is moving Dexter a little bit towards the show doesn't do it well. It's not executed perfectly, right. but I, I think <clears throat> in my head to make it make sense, this is a little bit of him turning into that for lack of a better term family man you know yeah okay so i've got two things to say on that um because i was thinking that watching this right and 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 if i'm if i'm jumping ahead by all means tell me to uh, like cut me off okay um because when it starts and when they're driving in the car and they're talking about like, you know, like we, we can't see each other again and stuff like that. And then they make the little like remark, which was a funny remark, right? Where like the biker cuts him off and like gives him the finger and he's like, yeah, he's like, pick the wrong car to do that too. I was like, okay, that's actually, it's a, that's a really funny line. I, I, yeah, yeah. Dexter, that's good Dexter right there. Right. Um, but I was like, okay, I, I, I like this. He's, he's like, we can't see each other. He's making a rational decision in a way, but then he's also in it he's also in love and he's not making the right thing as well, as well. I really like that. But then as this goes along and I, man, I really feel like I'm about to jump on this and I'm sorry, but he went, especially with what happens with Sal later, I'm just like, no, like this isn't, this is where it starts falling apart for me as a watcher, because now I'm like, this is somebody that completely breaks your entire code. And this is like the perfect specimen for you. And I say specimen, like person to strap down to your table, right? Like that in, in Dexter's mind, Hannah fits that to a T and he's willing to look the other way essentially. And so, like I said, the season isn't over with yet. And so I'm hoping that like, obviously things start making more sense to me, but as at the end of this episode, that's kind of where I was at. And yeah, I, like I said, I understand I'm jumping in. I am sorry about that, but no, no, I'm just no, kind of no, going, no. I'm kind of going off with what you were talking about. Like, cause I did feel that at the beginning, but there's a certain part of it. And I know that I'm not the only one. So I'm hoping that that's explained better as this uh, season pro uh, progresses more. So yeah, I, I have, We'll, we'll we'll get into the episode, but I have a line that my 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 killer card of the week, the, the sound clip that I clipped, perfectly answers what you're saying because okay, never never has someone deserved Dexter's table more. Well, that's not a, that's a lie. She fits the code, right? She's a I mean, killer. She's not the, she's not the worst serial killer that has been on the show, right. but she's still a serial right. killer. So, and I have my sound clip is going to directly answer that question. I'm sort of debating here should i play it now or should we just get into the episode because let's we're get on into the way. episode yeah yeah okay okay uh I'll, I'll answer that in a little bit um deb <laughs> uh we're, we're, we're gonna jump all around because if you didn't i was gonna because no i oh yeah i'm definitely well, i already my, am so <laughs> my, my my first note is like deb likes sal price and sal price fits exactly with the rest of deb's boyfriends like, God, I feel so bad for Deb. Just another one dead. Um, I, and we'll, we'll we'll save that for a little bit. Um, it's, God, I feel bad for Deb. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, oh my God. Deb Deb brings this Hannah McKay kill to Dexter, and she just sort of like you know she's like, hey, Dex, uh, Sal Price, his blood work directly uh, contradicts yours. So Deb is like, oh, what are you doing it so you could 
save her for your table mm-hmm. and like it's kind of ironic that like no it's actually well, it's save it for like the bed i know oh uh, i have oh uh, god yeah <laughs> i'll be here all week oh <laughs> um and I think this is something that we, we can talk a lot more about on next episode, but it's just interesting that they are planting the seeds for the um, quote-unquote ex- emotional explosion we'll get to next episode, uh, even at the end of, end of this episode. Deb goes to the sister of Hannah McKay's husband, who's mm-hmm. named Jake. Um, the sister, do you know who she is? Did you look her up? I actually did because I felt like I had seen her in Six Feet Under, but she wasn't in it. So um, I, I, there was something else I saw that she was from, and I actually kind of remembered it. I just can't remember what it was now. To me, she's only – she may have been in other stuff, but to me, she's only uh, Chris Farley's love in Tommy Boy. That's it. Yeah, That's what yeah, it was. I was yeah. like she was in – which it was because I was going to say she was a lot younger. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was the, the mail room, right? That's it. No, I thought she was the one that they were – oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she started well, in the mail room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This um, sucks his shirt. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> great movie. Great movie. Um, so they have the casket exhumed. And turns out Jake Hannah's husband was not embalmed. So if I'm going to uh, uh, preach to the crowd here. I was going to uh, ask you about this, actually. You know what? You ask it because I'm prob- there's probably a listener thinking whatever you're going to ask. And I'm probably going to answer it anyway. But. Let's do this for the audience. What was your question going to be? So, Victor, I was really curious whenever I was watching this. <laughs> um, if a casket's a zoom or if a uh, body's a zoom, one, I actually have two questions on this. One, do they keep the body in the casket? Because um, I know it's not a coffin, it's a casket. Do they keep the body in the casket when they take it to the forensics lab? Do you, I don't know if you know that or not. Um, and the other question would be if a body wasn't embalmed, is that what it would essentially now it's been dead. He's been dead. What? Seven years. I think something like that. I, I think so. Yeah. Would the body look like just basically a skeleton and a suit like that? Or would it, I guess, look different or uh, yeah. So to answer your first question, I watch internet pornography. I'm assuming. Okay. <laughs> very interesting. Well, very interesting. <laughs> I, okay. So a couple things here. Um, I don't have no idea if the body would stay <clears throat> in the casket because I've never been involved in one that got exhumed for legal reasons. Like what's going on here? Anytime I've taken it, I, we have taken a casket out of the ground that's been exhumed like this um, has usually what it usually ends up being is they are moving, meaning mm-hmm. the person's buried in Florida and they want to be buried in uh, um, whatever Montana. But they do okay. change cast. They do change caskets. So yes, the oh. body. Yeah, um, I would have never known that. Now it matters if the casket was metal, gasketed, which means essentially means sealed, and or wood. But more than likely, if it's a wood casket, it would be, um, you know, broken down and, and discarded, and the body would be placed in another casket. Um, or sometimes, what ends up happening. I've done with this a few times, and I, I couldn't even tell you the exact reason why. Mr. Smith is in the casket in the ground. Mrs. Smith dies, and the family wants to exhume Mr. Smith, take him out of the casket, cremate him, so Mrs. Smith can go in the burial plot where Mr. Smith was buried. I did it once. I lifted a, oh God, I think a 20-year-old body out of the casket, which was not fun. Um, if my eyes can get any bigger right now, (laughs) Uh, um, I'm so fascinated by this. And to answer your question of would the body look like this? I've never seen an exhumation, an exhumed body. Sure. That was not embalmed. So I don't even know. I'm assuming it's going to look like this because natural, you start, you start decaying, decomposing the second you die. Well, your blood's not pump. Your your heart's not pumping. So everything in, inside you literally starts to die. You you if you die if you died at this second right now, uh, R.I.P. But also you start decomposing right this instant. 
Sorry, you just heard a sound that was me knocking on door. That was me knocking on the table. <laughs> I'm not dying right now, so sorry. Um, now that I knew, I knew that like the I knew I know bodies for the most part. Like I, they, they I mean, once it's done with, you're you're literally meat. Like you leave a steak out on the counter overnight, it's going to look completely different, right? Whenever it first gets put out, so we're no different than that, right? So I knew that, um, that because that was one of the things I was kind of wondering. I was like, well, how why? his sister had to have known that he wasn't embalmed because if they had the funeral odds are what funerals are typically are what three to four days after the death, sometimes a little longer and stuff like that. Typically I was like, I would assume you would know because that body's not going to look right. And well, potentially would also maybe I would imagine have some smells and stuff like that. Right. Well, to, to answer your first point, if, if, you know, last episode, they would, they were able to figure out clerk of courts, Correct. Yeah. In the state of Florida, if you want a casket exhumed, you have to use a funeral home to file the necessary permits and paperwork. Oh. And right there, the funeral home would have said, by the way, your husband was, I'm sorry, your brother was not embalmed. So they could have skipped this whole thing. Well, maybe they still would have put the cat, pulled the casket out to Just see if there's any chance. If yeah. yeah. Um, but. Uh, they would have known before this all started if the if it was embalmed or not. Okay. So they, they they would have skipped all of this. I mean, obviously, we're talking about a show for dramatic purposes. Whatnot. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not as dramatic. I get that. Yeah. And the funeral home would have had a in the state of Florida, you have to have a signed release in order to embalm. Um. Mm. So in order, you can get verbal permission. You know, if it's in the middle of the night and you're not going to meet with the family for another day or two days, maybe families out of town but eventually you have to have a written release saying you're authorizing the funeral home to embalm and i only bring that up to say the funeral home would have said hey by the way he wasn't embalmed no. um but the answer of would they still been able to detract anything oh i'm sorry if it would have looked like this i'm assuming you 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 go to bones pretty quickly i would say within a year oh. um you you would just uh just not for nature whatever taking its course. I thought for whatever reason being inside that thing underground and it is somewhat sealed that I guess it would be a mess, obviously. It would be really gross, but I figured I don't know, I guess I figured there would be this is gonna be really gross to say this and I'm really sorry, but this is kind of where my mind went. There would be like soup. You know, like um It would dry up. Even if it was soup, it would dry up. Yeah, I oh. bet you when they when they open the casket, and this happened, this does happen. This is the part I have experienced. So, on metal caskets, if you ever look at the foot end of the casket, there's usually like two screw. Uh, what's the way? How do I say it? There's basically these two valves, and one is to seal the casket shut, and the other is basically you have like a glass tube that will say who's the person inside. But when you open that up, all those gases come out, and it's a little hole like that big. Mm hmm. Like it's, yeah, so like it says like a um, like a, a test tube or something like that essentially. Exactly, exactly. So all of that, um, it would have been soupy. It would have been, but it would have like disintegrated by this point. <laughs> you know, if you open it like a month later, now you have now you're now you're talking. But like seven years later, that's plenty of time to decay and. It, it, but that casket was ready to pop with gases. Interesting. Yeah, because all, all of all of your body, um, there's like three main gases your body produces. Um, but yeah, so that's 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 Chemistry. all that. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, damn, damn, damn. Oh no, I deleted. I took it off. Oh. Chemistry. <laughs> um, there's a lot of, and this this I guess that the the whole point of that scene is just to show Hannah knew what she was doing when she was doing it. Mm -hmm. Um. There's a lot this is this is more than ever this is a a drama type episode because Dexter's covering for Hannah, Hannah's covering for Dexter. Deb is dating, you know, what is this two or three days but is dating Sal Price and they are getting mm -hmm. info on Hannah. <laughs> it's just it's one thing whatever. Sal is getting info on Dexter as well that we yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's all over the place. But it's good though. It's good though because mm -hmm. This episode, we are not. It's just a. It's a lull in this season, but it's not a bad lull. This is not like terrible. No. It's it's um, 
I don't even know if it's interesting. It's it's entertaining, I guess, is the word I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Dexter comes to Hannah's place to talk about Sal Price. And I had it in my notes. It's like, this is such a high school way of dealing with love about the amount of times they say, we can never do this again. We can never do this again. Bye. Bye. I mean, they and they, 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 they even call it out. Like, how many more times are we going to say goodbye to yeah. each other? Yeah. Um, so this is this is now this is the part I wanted to play for you in terms of uh first oh god oh no I have it here let's uh do this first the cut of the week So this is answering your question earlier regarding you know Dexter if I have you if I have it correctly to to rehash this Dexter He's uh, is it a character flaw that he's or a, rather a plot character hole in that this is someone that Dexter should have killed according to his code and you're not a hundred percent buying that he's letting her slip. Mm-hmm. Am I am I saying that correctly How, for well, you, on your no, hand? Uh, I don't think it's it's a it's a it's a written TV show character flaw. I'm just more. Um, I guess it's. M- I don't know what I'm trying to say on this. It's more like why would why would Dexter allow this? I guess is more what I'm doing. I'm saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So like I said, I went on this whole thing where this is Dexter coming into his own, realizing, uh, becoming more human, more aware of his feelings, more that he he eventually wants to be human with a with a wife and everything. And um, this is to me when I heard this, I clipped it just for my killer cut of the week, but it actually kind of goes into exactly what you're saying. Okay. Uh, she isn't drawn to my darkness like Lila, or blind to it like Rita, and she doesn't need it like Lumen. She accepts both sides of me, the whole Dexter. So why am I walking away from this? Because when some chemicals mix, they combust and explode. Chemistry. <laughs> Um, so I, I feel like that's, it's sort of, it's the first time, like he says, he, he goes through all his, the woman he's dated, I guess, as an adult, an adult man. Um, and I think that's why it's the first time he's, like he said, he went all this, like, she doesn't need me. I don't, you know, and and whatever else he says about everyone. Um, so to me that like, for me, that like answers, that's how I would answer the question of like. It's kind of like the first time he's ever had someone who the reason or the, the how Hannah accepts Dexter is because she's exactly like him. Right. Uh, she she kills for different reasons. But, you know, we're talking about two killers. Um, so I don't know. I, I just that was an interesting way of um, you brought something up that I had weirdly yeah. already clipped. No, that does answer it somewhat. Um, sure. My main thing it doesn't answer, I guess, is because. Well, and I say that because the older lady that she killed, like I was going to say, like the, the counselor, I get her killing, right? If he like sexually abused her, I get that one. Like I can, I can, and I can see Dexter being like, I can look the other way on that one or whatever it was that she said. Cause she was in like the um, orphan home or like the first person she killed. You're uh, I think you're a few episodes ahead. I thought that was in this one that I was talking. No, no. Cause it was Sal that uh, Saul that said it. Sal that said it. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was a few episodes ahead. Sorry. Okay. So like that one, I get the husband. I get kind of that one because like she was wanting to have a kid. He wasn't. Well, at least what we know right now, like I said, this could change. And then she um, had a miscarriage and um, I guess he like blamed her or something, or he was not a good guy about it and stuff like that. So that one, I, I guess I, I, I can see justifying that one, I guess in Dexter's head. Right. Um, now the older lady, I don't understand that one. Maybe I'm missing something, but then especially with um, Sal, that's the one that I can't understand how Dexter can get around that one in his head because this is somebody who he one he's doing his job whether you like it or not, but two he's never hurt anybody, and other than he's trying to expose Hannah for who she is and who Dexter even knows that she is. That's the one I'm just kind of surprised. I guess he's willing to look the other way on, um, but it, but. I, I want to keep watching. Like I said, I'm not. I am not nitpicking the show or anything like that because I am. I think they're intentionally making the character do this, and there's a reason for it. And it's not a nitpick or anything like that. That's me as a as a watcher 
like trying to figure out how it is that Dexter's going to justify this. That's it. And I think it's the same way. If someone does something, you may not agree or support with them. But like, if your wife does it, you support them. You support her a hundred percent. I think it's like, I think it's Dexter losing that facade of like black and white. You're a killer. You need to be killed. Or if not, you're, I don't have to deal with you. I think it's the same way. Like, because he likes Hannah, it's like, oh yeah, she had to do this to survive and she was going to out me. But Dexter four years ago when he was with Rita may have just killed her already, you know? So it's, it's That's true. It also, it also lends to the, the quite popular uh, knock on Dexter as the show gets closer to the end is Dexter gets really sloppy. And I think that's part of it because he's losing that dark passenger and he's becoming more human and no human will be able to have this black and white code of justice where it's like this person deserves to die and this person doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're not supposed, we're, we're not supposed to have that level of justice. Like, you know, you're, unless that's you're true. a judge, <laughs> like, you know, um, so it, it just, it, it, it's an interesting way of we're, we're, we're closing in on the end of Dexter. I mean, we're closer to the end than we are the beginning. So I mean, this is just a, a transformation a of, of that's a transformation of Dexter, you know, that's a good way um, of looking at it that I, I, I didn't think about it that way. Very true. Um, something. So I'm with you. I don't understand why Hannah had to kill Beverly Gray. I'm not, I don't remember if they ever bring it up. And I want to almost lose the term nitpicking because what I don't understand, Hannah meets with Sal Price. Mm -hmm. And the scene conveniently starts when they're already sitting down talking. I don't understand how Hannah got anything on his pen for him to chew, which he eventually dies. I assumed that when he turned around to get the the handkerchiefs, to like wipe her that was when he she did it that's what i assumed but they didn't show that right no 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 they they didn't show it and so whenever he um he dies i was like oh how did she do it and then she says like i got his pen and i was like when when, when did she and i was the same thing i was like well, when did she have access to his pen so that was uh because you even sent us the message and we'll t- i i'm assuming we're going to talk about it in a little bit with like warda when i decided i was like you know what? i need to watch this episode one more time that was when I was like, when, and I made sure when I was watching that uh, scene, I was like, when did she have access to his pen? Because I never saw it. Um, he, when he turns around, now she, she never even gives a hint that she did it. He doesn't show anything. She doesn't, it's not like whenever he turns around, she like all of a sudden, like, and this is visual thing, but she backs up really quick or something. That's the only time he's not watching. So I assumed it happened then. Uh, so this this season has been out eight years, and we're pretty close to exactly eight years of uh, when this episode aired. I'm assuming if we're at episode seven, this is probably more in the November range. Um, but I had never even considered that that she did it when because they don't show it, and I think that's mm-hmm. the show cheating a little bit. Um, I agree, but because that's quick, that, that's fast to do something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and talk about if she's getting really emotional you know, uh, um, talk about See, I, being aware, aware of where you are. I had I said, never even I, considered that when, when she gets the tissues, that that's when she does it. Well, and I don't even think she's intentionally emotional. I think she's crying. Cause I think her in, in her head, her goal was let me be this like weak, vulnerable female because he'll get tissues. He's going to be the man that'll get me tissues. I, I really think that she was that cunning or she is that cunning. That's how I put it, that, that that whole crying thing and everything like that. I don't think she feels sorry one bit for anything. And I think that that was the reason why she was wanting to throw him off so she would have a split moment to dip his pin in whatever. Whether it was powder or some liquid, I don't know. You know. Uh, we talked about it last episode about the people who were shooting uh, the owner of the house, of Sal Price's house. Mm-hmm. Did you realize at all i I saw it in last episode that the owner of the house almost brushed with a prop toothbrush and when dexter's in his house that's the toothbrush i in my head i was like they don't ever show a prop toothbrush like this just must have been something fake on the set oh i didn't catch it yeah and then this episode he gets his dna because remember like dexter and it's it's a terrible line but dexter says hey it's time to visit the dentist. You know, when he's <laughs> yeah, <there. laughs> so bad. 
Who is it that the philosophy is like, good for me, bad for his gums? <laughs> what? Sir, floss is actually really good for your gums. Like, what? That first, that doesn't make sense. Oh, he's bleeding? He's probably bleeding because he hasn't flossed in a while. And he's finally decided to add that into his morning regiment. Like, what? If Sorry. I had, if I had, <laughs> let me, let me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let the listeners in and here and, and, and even you, Colton. So we are, we are, we are on episode four of this week, if I'm not mistaken, because we recorded Monday. This is now Sunday. We've done three episodes in the past oh three days. Oh, my gosh. We really have. So we are, I am Dexter overloaded. Excuse me one second. I'm, um, yes. So I say all of that to say, if I had more time, we're sque- we're trying to squeeze this all in before um, uh, Marissa gives birth. Um, and if I had more time, I would be cutting up all these terrible voiceover <laughs> because for the most part, I feel like the voiceover with Dexter if you don't notice it, that's good voiceover. But all of a sudden, if you start cringing at what he's saying, and he says a lot of really cringy lines, it's just terrible. Um, and the, the there, there's, I mean, there's a sign. There's a time where like someone comes on the screen and he explains all the backstory. I, I don't want to get into the voiceover because right, right, I'll right. go on and on and on. We could have anyway, a whole epi- We could have literally a whole episode of just voiceover. So, but I, I did want to bring up the the, the prop toothbrush because that's that's we we actually see it here. I should actually try and reach out to that guy see if he has any other memories of it. Um, what if he Dex- got to plop to the prop toothbrush? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even understand why does it have to be a prop toothbrush? Why not just use? I mean, how much a you know prop what? toothbrush has to cost more than you a ninety nine cent toothbrush? Well, what I was wondering because it's intentionally an electric one and stuff like that. One, do they actually have like prop people that are like, well, what kind of toothbrush would he use? And then not only that, do they have to reach out because that was like an electric one, the shape and stuff like that on it? Do they have to reach out to like whoever makes it and be like, hey, can we use this for this show? You know, it's not going to be used as a killing device. It's literally the, you know, I don't know. I'll tell you what. Spend more time explaining to me why Hannah had to kill Beverly Gray than the fucking toothbrush. Let's move on. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Dexter, Dexter, I, I didn't mean that to you. I meant that to the writers. Mm-hmm. Um, Dexter deletes all of Sal Price's book. I'm sh- I'm shocked that this doesn't come into more. It's not brought into the story more, but I feel like that's crazy risky to just like delete everything everything he had on well, on on them. Okay, and I'm not a writer, but. I, I- when I was doing my podcast and I had my stuff, I actually had two separate files in case I lost like my intro or I lost certain music and stuff like that. I literally had a backup. You're going to tell me you're writing a massive fucking book and you're not going to have a backup. He's got yeah. to. It, it doesn't yeah, say that he does. He's got to have a backup. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so after Sal is at Hannah's, he comes to Dexter. And it's kind of funny earlier in the episode, you see like Sal wheeling and dealing because he talks to Hannah. Well, I mean, to, to set a lot of this up in the beginning of the episode, Sal catches Dexter and Hannah, you know, basically that they're dating. And he's like, oh, wow, this story just got a lot better. So Dexter says, hey, I will tell you Wayne Randall's last words if you leave Hannah out of this. Hannah is going to tell the truth behind the killing uh, and regarding mm-hmm. her husband. So to leave Dexter out of this. And Sal's just like wheeling and dealing both of them. I say he's um, got a book. He's got a yeah, book. He's got, he's got some <laughs> good stuff. Um and during all of this, you know, Hannah had when Hannah and Dexter meet earlier in the episode, Hannah's like, yeah, I mean, she doesn't say it, but I'm going to take care of it the only way I know how. And Dexter's like, no, no, please don't. I have a way of dealing with this. Dexter's way of dealing with this is framing Sal Price that one of the books he wrote, he was actually the killer. So he did all this to, to promote himself. Um, uh, I think I, I think I have the right movie. Do you ever see the movie Dirty Deeds? Mm mm. I think no. I think I think there was a movie called Dirty Deeds and it was essentially I mean even the song the song Dirty Deeds is like you know we'll we'll do stuff for you all the dirty stuff the dirty deed um I I bring that up to say I feel like Dexter would have been way better as a dirty deed person like this the way he like takes out Lewis the way he's about to frame sell price mm-hmm. he's like better at this than he is killing like yeah just like a, a great way of like, don't ever fuck with Dexter because he just will ruin people's lives. Like he's really yeah, good at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Smith, Miguel Prado, you know. Yeah. Um, but Dex uh, Sal starts clutching his chest and he just drops dead. 
this was a shock to me in 2012 when I was watching this, and it was a shock to me even now when I know it's coming when he starts he starts holding his thing. But mm-hmm. and and it was a shock because he just drops dead, and even Dexter has that like like whoa what what yeah like he doesn't um, know what to do he's like do i cut up the body what am i gonna do like he starts free you can tell like he right. doesn't know it all like what to do and i didn't know what was gonna happen and then all of a sudden jamie comes around and i was like oh he's fucked i yeah, was like he's yeah. screwed and you have to imagine it's weird for dexter because he's now had within three years right he's had two people have died in his house you have rita and mm-hmm. now Sal. Mm-hmm. And both times my Metro there, no one ever is like, oh, God, and there's a point when we get to the finale of this season. How is no one just a tad bit like there's something up with Dexter? I don't know what. And I guess the only person that was like that was Dokes. Right. Um, but just a little bit like, hey, this is a little weird. And <laughs> we talk about season eight. Season eight, someone dies right next door at Dexter's. Colton's laughing, and I'm not sure I just, why. I just like all this in a minute because you said Dokes. Like in my head, I'm also imagining if Dokes was still in this right now, and then like Dexter's like Jamie has to dial nine one one. So like the first cop that shows up is Dokes. He's like knocking on the door, and Dexter like opens. Oh, he's just a surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. It's just like in my head. That's all I could think about. Oh, um, no, and I mean, I mean, we we oh. are we are gonna get there. Um, you know, later this season. I mean, the last episode is called. Um, so set it up again. So Dokes, Dokes uh, knocks on the door after Dexter calls nine one one, and he says, "Surprise, motherfucker!" <laughs> Surprise, oh motherfucker! God. Sorry, um, I, uh, I'm dying just in my head. I'm sorry. That was it. Was way funnier in my head than what it probably is, but that's all I could think about. Sorry. Oh. Uh, and what you were saying earlier, you feel bad for Deb. When Deb walks in, just seeing a dead cell price, it's like, wow. This She was just on a date with him yesterday. I know. How could you not feel? And I think she says this at one point in a season where it's just like, anyone that comes into contact with me was fucking dead. And here's here's just like another another person. If Hannah McKay... And I, I mean, this is the setup we have: is that she looks awfully guilty, like crazy guilty. You mm-hmm. know, she even gets she even gets brought in for questioning, um, and and that's where. And, and again, this is where I say Dexter is an unreliable narrator because, personally, my own like so here here let me let me um split the two here. Personally, I don't think Hannah was faking when she was crying with Sal Price. Okay. In my head, how I always had it set up is Hannah did this beforehand with the pen. I just don't know how the show makes it make sense. Because later, Hannah's crying at the police station when she's getting questioned by Deb. And she's Dexter says, like, oh, she's not faking this. This is real. That's that's what I buy. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with your angle here in terms of she was faking that to get Sal to move to do the pen. And when she's crying and Miami Metro, that is, and Dexter says, oh, she's fake. She's not faking it. That's Dexter's unreliable narration. Mm-hmm. Like he's just so in love with her. He, you know, w- would have believed anything she says or does. Right. Um, <clears throat> what do you hear? Uh, Dexter. Oh, so when Han- Hannah, what we learn here is that Hannah basically killed him because she's actually the one who wanted a family. And we're kind of led like it was sort of maybe the other way around. Yeah. Um, and, and but I feel like this fits right into what Dexter is realizing. Like, oh, I think I also want a family, and Hannah just you know puzzle pieces j- just fits fits there. Um, and, you know, and, and Hannah Hannah brings up this whole thing that they're looking out for each other. Um, this is a crazy way to start a relationship, but. Yeah. We have what we have. So <clears throat> Deb, oh, so so to bring up something else here uh before the end of the episode, a little little side tangent. Deb earlier in the episode stops LaGuerta and just sort of says, like, hey, maybe Dokes was the Bay Harbor Butcher and what we think are leads on a new one are just ghosts. Like maybe we're trying to make stuff fit to sort of throw uh LaGuerta off the case. Um at the end of the episode, 
you, we see LaGuerta has two pieces of paper. One says Dade County boat registrations. They show like four names and then they show uh, a, a list of names from Miami Metro Police Department and Dexter's name is checked off mm-hmm. and the camera just pans away. It's a short, you know, 15 second scene. So I had texted Colton like, hey, I don't understand what they were trying to say there. But in my head, because I know how the season plays out, that was LaGuerta realizing Deb has a boat at, I guess, one of the Bay Harbor Butcher's docks. Did right. you? So I texted you that like, hey, I don't I don't understand this, that maybe if you watch it, maybe different eyes on it. Do you have any anything different of what I'm saying or, or anything? Only thing I can think of is that she's going through dokes. Um, like that's his, maybe his paperwork from the Bay Harbor butcher, because, um, and this is me trying to wrap my head around it is that with Deb saying dokes was it. And so she's like, you know what? Let me go through dokes, paperwork because I don't think she, she does not think that dokes was the Bay Harbor butcher. Right. And mm-hmm. so, I think that she's like, you know what? If anybody would have caught him, it would have caught the Bay Harbor Butcher. It would have been Dokes. And that was his files and his paperwork. And those are the check marks of who he believed it was possible. Now, why she focuses on Dexter, I don't know that. You know, because there's other check marks. It's not just Dexter's name, right? So unless she's thinking, oh, well, Dexter now makes sense. And um, his sister's covering or something, but we don't see where that would be in a, a rational of why she would think that. I don't know. It it kind of feels like they're trying to force a plot movement, um, and they didn't know exactly how to go about it. So let's just film her giving the the suspicious eyes. The it's a visual medium. It doesn't work. My bad. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I don't have the. I don't have the count. I'm sorry. I don't have the zoom up because I was looking up what the synopsis is from imdb and it's those are just people who write it it's not necessarily the writers and right. the only and the line they have is uh maria does some late night research and seems to find something related to deborah and dexter that's I mean, what the synopsis it, says it's just as much as information we get i think because i know because i know how the season pans out i'm probably putting in more than what the show has given me. But I, I guess to as where we stand as of episode seven of season seven, LaGuerta gets a, her spidey sense when she sees Dexter's name that yeah, may it, or may not be related to a boat. But, but I don't understand why she wouldn't have gotten her spidey sense at any other time. Like that's my thing. At any other time, she hasn't gotten it, but all of a sudden, his name with a check mark next to it. <gasps> like I don't, I don't know. But like yep, I said, yep. I, I I know how her story ultimately ends. I do remember that. But now, where it goes from here to there, that's blank canvas to me. I don't know. So I'm ninety nine percent positive. There's another. Uh, there's a scene that connects to this next episode, but we'll get there. Okay, cool. Um, all right. As, as the episode closes, we get the. Uh, Masuka brings uh, uh, blood work to Deb that ha- uh, exoner- exonerates Hannah from any doing uh, with killing Cell Price. So the next, the final scene is um, Dex is and Hannah's in bed, and she gets a Dexter gets a phone call from Deb that because Deb knows that Hannah's guilty, Dexter has to take out Hannah. And if you think about Deb's transformation from the season where it started out hating Dexter for what he does for providing his own form of justice, that now Deb is asking for Dexter to kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is this is I'll, I'll probably drop this every single episode. Think about what we have going on here as all of a consequence of love, mm-hmm. you know. Deb, Deb is asking, you know, did she love Sal Price? I don't think so, but it, it was still it was a relationship. Like, it was a relationship. Yeah, yeah. Something got taken away from her because of somebody else. Well, and he and, wouldn't have died if he wasn't in a relationship right, with her more than likely. Right. right. Um, so, you know, we just have this crazy, uh, and, and we talk about when we do get to episode nine, uh, I always wish they would have used Dexter more like this, that 
it's not it's not Dexter versus the villain, and then Miami Metro is trailing behind. It's someone catches Dexter, knows what he is, and says, "I mean, think about if you had, if you weren't psychotic, but if you were, if you were psychotic, I'm sorry, and you were like, hey, I really need to. You're a business owner. I really need to take over this other business." What if I just pay Dexter fucking 10 grand and he takes out this other business owner? Now you're putting Dexter in like these crazy scenarios because he's so good at killing. We'll get there because that's what season episode nine is about. Um, okay. But m- more so to the point, this is crazy uh, how this all comes together mm-hmm. uh, regarding Sal Price, Hannah and Deb and Dexter and blah, blah, blah. That is all I have for this episode. If you have anything else, Colton. Nope. All right. Well, everybody, hope you have a Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, we will talk to you uh, after the holiday weekend. Yep. Everybody have a Merry Christmas. If you are traveling, travel safe and, you know, just enjoy time with your family. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. And with that, we'll talk to you next episode. Sounds good.